0: Welcome to Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life, the podcast. I'm Laurel Boyven, here with my co-host, Laurel Holland. Thank you for joining us as we dive into how doing your inner work or the beautiful work is the amazingly effective pathway to creating the life of your dreams. Our hope is to inspire you to explore who you are, who you want to become, and what you want to do with this one precious life. Because when you change, the world changes. And when you do your inner work or the beautiful work, you make the world a more beautiful place for all of us.
1: Welcome back to Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life. This is your place for all things inner work. We are here to help you uh, create your beautiful life, to dream about your beautiful life, and to encourage you to go create your beautiful life we really know that we know from watching our our people around us our clients that when you create a beautiful life the world gets more beautiful so we're inviting you to the table and to our circle to come and do that and laurel how are you today i'm well today how are you i'm doing well we have an interesting topic today for our listeners to do a little pondering on and we're going to ponder together today on this topic which is the good and bad of group thinking as we wrap up our mindset month
0: i'm so excited about this and i'm just wondering hmm, do the two
1: of us make a group i think we do (laughs) i think we do and uh, listeners out there we want to know do you think we make a group (laughs) Mm -hmm. i think two people or more make a group what do you think
0: yeah yeah and it and we've not talked about this topic before, so I can't wait to see what comes from it.
1: I know. And I I think that um, whew, group thinking is interesting because in the world today, with the kind of extremes we find ourselves in, and a lot of rhetoric that's out there, it does kind of feel like there's some group thinking going on out there mindlessly. Like group thinking without real uh, consciousness around it necessarily. And I know I have a great poem in my in my book, Crossroads, that I really love, and it's called Territory of the Mind. And it came up for me, um, the, ta- the idea came up for me when I was thinking about this idea, where I really want to keep my mind as protected as I can from, uh, you know, just mindless thinking or mindless rhetoric or mindless chatter that's going on out there and particularly stuff that feels like it brings me down and feels me makes me feel really negative or really heavy and I can be challenged but I don't want something that just comes in and it feels like it's just uh, literally in the poem I think saying throwing dirt on my walls or dirt on my floor you know I just I feel like I need to protect the territory of my own mind yeah
0: so interesting because I I. I think that that's a safe, healthy way to think. Mm -hmm. But as we do that, we miss out on opportunities to broaden our own mind, our perspective, Mm -hmm. right? And so, you know, I'm going to give the example of a, a CEO day that sometimes I do with three other business owners, right? Women that own their own business. We all work almost as solopreneurs. I love these days because everyone brings something that they're working on to the table and the other three just take it and run with it. And being able to show up and trust that someone else's perspective is going to open my eyes to the beautiful things Yeah, right. right. That is such a beautiful experience. And it's still a group thing, thinking.
1: Yes. right. Yes.
0: It's the energy of a group that feeds the magic that happens. Yet, sometimes, you know, I might be in a place where I don't feel like the group thinking is creating any magic, and I want to close my mind to it. Yeah. So I don't know what the answer is. But how can we do both?
1: Right. And how can we be present to, uh, you, you know, allowing right, um, ideas and thoughts and opinions to just be ideas and thoughts and opinions. And then ours are too. And where do we resonate together? Where do we differ and, um, and allow, uh, uh an opportunity to just explore. Right, the thinking that's there, feeling rather than feeling like I have to agree or disagree, right, to be in one group or the other, but to just begin to do that curiosity thing that we talk about so much here. Yeah,
0: the curiosity and mm-hmm. back to the four agreements, not taking anything personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah do do you have to do something with that information and opinions, or can you just be, you know of impartial observer and let let it bring information to you and not have to decide to do anything with it
1: yeah yeah so i think uh the example you gave was so great in terms of um you know group thinking it was like it's almost like an invitation in the experience that you're talking about is an invitation for all thoughts are accepted here and and we don't have to, we don't have to all think alike, but in the group, we're, we're focusing on this particular thing and we're just sharing our ideas and thoughts and opinions of it all. Yeah. And so that's probably the positive experience of a group thinking. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, as you were t- saying it in that way, describing it in that way, mm-hmm. I was thinking about, you know, being out to dinner with a group and sharing one dessert. And everybody has their opinion of the one bite that they take, yeah. And yeah. nobody takes it personally, and yeah. no one has to agree with each other, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, I there are ways that we participate in group thinking in a very positive way.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think when it starts to um, go maybe to the bad side is when we feel like we have pressure to adhere to thinking and, and we aren't allowed the individual um, opportunity to make a decision about that, right? And, and that pressure, especially if the pressure comes from internally, I mean, it's one thing when it comes externally, that's, that's one level of sort of oppression, um, but to self-oppress, you know, and thinking we have to adhere to the group, the group thinking um yes. or we have to groom ourselves to start thinking in, in alignment with the group is when i think we lose our we lose our um i don't know it's like losing one of the flowers out there that you know could add some color to the bouquet that we wouldn't otherwise yes. have
0: and yeah. and i think it does it you know it begins to infringe upon what we perceive to be our freedom our authority our values right we all we know mm-hmm. when we're in a group setting and and the conversation is a direct conflict with with my values or our values it's hard because you want to defend your values right you want to uphold kind of what's important for you and and likewise i think the opposite happens sometimes i can show up in a group and i really want to convince them that my way of thinking is the better way right yeah. and so it's not just being on the receiving end i mean mm-hmm. i have a million examples in my family you know talk about planning a family vacation there's five of us now and we are all lobbying for our preferred option um <laughs> <laughs> right yeah you know, yeah it's, it's not comfortable to be in that yeah. situation and have to defend myself um mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah it's a good skill i think uh if you have safe places where you could do that, and you can learn—I mean, I think that's kind of like learning the skill of debate, right? Is well, how do how do I see this as uh, worthy, uh, valuable, and why? You know, and and what's my what's my reasoning behind that or my yes. my data, my information, you know? And so you, it it's being able to become an influencer to learn some of that, um, which can be hard if you're an introvert or you're a shy type, right? It's hard. It's not necessarily easy to just put your thoughts right out there.
0: It, it is not because, I mean, for me, when I hold my thoughts, it's because I'm afraid someone's going to judge me. Yeah, and this is, yeah. this is what happens, I think. And, you know, you say the safe place, if you have a safe place that, you know, I I have another example with three women I went to elementary school with, and I still see several times a year, and I can walk into that place and bring any idea, whether they agree with me or not, they love me and respect me. Mm -hmm. And that's a safe space to bring it. So I think I would encourage our listeners as, you know, to find the safe space where you can learn to be out within a group, but not have to maybe resign to the group thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we, we do it in the yoga world, when I think about being an impartial observer, right? Yeah. Like, how can we observe without carrying the weight of, as if we need to own it as well, or also?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, that idea of being the observer, being the witness to our own thinking, our own doing, our own um, f- even feeling, right, is such a powerful uh, tool to help you develop um, uh, beginning to look at your own thinking, right? Because if, if you want to discern, you know, whether you're falling prey to group thinking um and it and it's harming you or you're feeling like it's it's taking away your ability to think for yourself one of the ways that you begin to discern that is to be able to observe your own thinking and to to literally reflect on your own thinking to take the time to say huh well i just had that thought or i just had that opinion go through my mind is that really true for me like to really i think you know, to 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 ask that question is that really true for me? Begins to help you see, you know, where you might be falling prey to just group thinking and and being lazy, not protecting necessarily your mind and using it for your for your own self. So yes, to
0: yeah, I love that. I love that practice.
1: Yeah, and I and I think this idea of um, allowing ourselves to. I don't know, I guess succumb, is succumb the right word? What is it? Uh, To group thinking when we don't want to is what goes back to that, the show, I think the show we did on, you know, taking responsibility for your life, taking responsibility for your thinking and the way that you're thinking is, uh, is, is essential to be able to create your own mindset ultimately. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah and and also boundaries. I mean we've talked about boundaries in other episodes and mm-hmm. you know we often think about our boundaries um you know when when we might do things that we don't necessarily want to do in order to please other people. But yeah. I think that when we succumb to group thinking because it's easier that definitely is a place where we may need to strengthen our belief you know, in our boundaries and our belief in our own values and our voice, right? Yes. How can we practice having our own thoughts? Um, and one of the ways I think about it, it's just coming now is like, you know, if you don't have a safe place to talk freely about your own thoughts and your own beliefs, journaling is a great place to do that.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, you know, it's so, always a safe place if you keep, yeah. it, keep it private. and yeah. And it's also an opportunity to go back and look at, you know, if we're talking about reflecting on your thinking, sometimes it's not easy to develop that witness muscle where you can kind of just sit and notice your thinking. That takes time. It takes a little attention. But journaling is a great place to begin to actually write down your thoughts, go back, read them, question, you know, where does that come from? Is that true for me? How do I really feel about that? And what 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 feels truer to me if that doesn't feel right or good inside my body as I hold that thought, hold that idea, what does feel right and true yes. for me um, and it's it's not, and I think this is really important because if you're unconsciously falling into group thinking, you usually end up feeling resentful at some level both for to yourself angry at yourself and angry under underneath somewhere at other people for hijacking your thinking and not and not feeling like you can think whatever you want to think or whatever you think is wrong or or however however it's showing up for you so you know, if you're having a hard time discerning, am I falling prey to group thinking, right? Is to begin to look at your feelings, you know, as you're thinking thoughts, like how how do I feel? Because usually when we are in alignment, we're having a thought that is true to the deepest part of ourselves and in alignment with our values, it usually feels empowering.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. And if it's doing the opposite to you, then you want to begin to think about where's the thinking coming from.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I would imagine that the resentment comes a, a little later. It's not the first. Right. Right. Yeah. Because in my experience, Definitely. resentment is a seed that takes time to grow and fester. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it might be, you know, even before that, Test out that group thinking, that that group belief or the thought when you're not with that same group, right? Mm-hmm. Test it out. Speak it out loud to someone else mm-hmm. when you're alone. And if you're able to do that, yeah. It, you know, I mean, often when I try to convey something that I have been led to believe is true, even though it doesn't align with my true self mm-hmm. it's not easy for me to stand in my you know alone yeah and right. and repeat that thought mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah you know? and right so it's me, not empowering
1: right if no. you don't feel powerful in that you feel embarrassed yes. weak scared or, whatever or, yeah or
0: i don't even dare to t- speak it out loud right mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so it is the speaking it out loud without the group there to back you up, that might be a real test.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, it's kind of like, um, let's say you held the belief that you think uh, women are more efficient than men uh, in many areas of life. And you grew up in a household of men only, except maybe your mom. And maybe your mom wasn't really very efficient, but you are. And so, you know, to be able to claim that you believe that could be a really difficult place to do that, you know, because of thinking might not necessarily align. Other people might not believe what you're saying, right? And so, um, you know, to be able to have find a place where you can actually say it aloud, first of all, to so like, okay, well, but why do you think that? You know, where are you getting that information, or where where is that? How is that showing up for you in your life? Is is such an interesting exploration? And then to have a place where you can say, "Wow, I I just." that that's my observation that's what i see and that's what that's how, that's how i've experienced myself in a whole household of men or whatever you know like that i it, it may not be everybody's truth but that's my truth and i'm okay with it right and to be able to say that feels whew, empowering yes freeing liberating and if we never have opportunities to use our voice um freely even if it's counter to what others around us believe, that's where we begin to lose our own unique voice. Sometimes, and and to recover that is such an important part of our ability to 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 do the inner work we're talking about and create the kind of life that will you will feel like you want to show up for every day and experience and enjoy. So finding finding our voice, uh, recovering our own unique voice away from group thinking is so critical to uh the work that we're talking about beautiful work beautiful life yes
0: yeah. it really is
1: yeah yes yeah. so interesting topic to explore we could probably stay on and talk a little bit longer Laura but we're going to keep this one short and sweet today and we're going to invite our listeners to uh leave in the comments here we would love to know your thoughts on group thinking where where do you think, you know, you are with that? And also, what do you struggle with when you're looking around in the world around group thinking today? Because I think the more articulate we can be on this topic and the more ideas that we can invite in is a, a beautiful place to begin to, um, it, as we allow others thinking, it's almost like it begins to give us permission to yes. maybe hear the things that we've suppressed or oppressed or, or haven't allowed ourselves to really think fully. Oh, wow. yeah.
0: yeah. And I'd love to hear from our listeners. Do they have a place that uh, they can practice, you know, observing and listening to all kinds of ideas, the diversity thinking, right? Or diversity within a group that leads mm-hmm. to good conversation and learning and growing in curiosity. Do our listeners have those places? Um, I hope that they do.
1: I hope so too. And if they don't, we'd love to invite them to come and do some work with us because mm. we know how that can be a total uh, game changer in terms of being able to feel like you're strengthening your inner self, getting connected to your authentic voice and your your um your ability to like really step forth and, and create what you want to create in the world and uh to have that spaces. So so important And it
0: reminds me of of our group last summer and the way Mm -hmm. that you've read uh, led group coaching for years but within our book circle last summer was an amazing place where women could bring what was on their mind what they were working on in a in a judgment-free zone right Mm -hmm. just to be heard and seen oh yeah, what a great so experience. Good. Yeah, so good. Well, Laurel. Well,
1: okay, Laurel, we're wrapping up. I, I know, and we're wrapping up our mindset month. This was really fun. I hope that our listeners feel inspired to really um, take a look and take some time to reflect on their mindset and how to develop a sense of more um, influence over their own thinking and more, uh, a more, an ability to really raise the bar on being able to think the thoughts they want to think because i think that that's so empowering and so cool
0: yeah it really is well thank you i'll see you again thank you
1: i'll see you next time bye for now bye bye listeners did you know that we're both life coaches it would be an honor to work with you when you're ready to dig into your own beautiful work you'll find our contact information in the show notes we're glad you're with us on this journey If you're ready to dive deeper into the beautiful work, join us in our private Facebook group where we continue the conversation and support one another in our inner work. Thanks for being here with us at Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life. As you do your beautiful work, know that we're here for you. Are there topics you'd like us to explore? Send us an email. If you enjoyed the podcast, the best compliment we receive is when you share the podcast with a friend. We're glad you're with us to elevate the conversation and open up new pathways for all of us.